0: Emotional podcast to make sure you have the spiritual nourishment that you need to make it through these difficult times. Let's say somebody gave you a brand new sports car or a nice new pickup truck. I imagine it'd be hard to leave it in the garage. If you were like me, the draw to take it out and test its limits would be almost impossible to resist. Yet as believers, we can neglect the Word of God, which has an undeniable power to change our lives. Today's topic, the power of the Word of God. Our passage today comes from 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 and 17. Let's go to the scriptures. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. This passage says, all scripture. That means Old Testament and New Testament, even some of those tough-to-read parts. Yes, that means Leviticus and the genealogies as well. The Bible says in Romans fifteen four. For whatever was written in our former days was written for our instruction that through the endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. It might be in the hope that we receive that we are no longer under the burden of the sacrificial system as it was fulfilled in Christ. Or maybe it's that if the Lord was patient and forgiving with the stiff-necked, rebellious children of Israel, then he'll be patient with us today. Our passage says that it was breathed out by God. That means it comes from the very core of who he is. Breathed out is also translated inspired. And inspired is what the writers of the Old and New Testament were. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20 and 21 says, Knowing this first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from one's own interpretation. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. God superintended the writing of Scripture, using sinful men to record precisely what he wanted in the original languages. He also used dedicated people to painstakingly study the languages and translate it into various languages so that all could hear his voice. I, for one, am glad to have it in my own language. Our passage told us that the Word of God is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and for training in righteousness. Teaching is essential for us. We need to keep growing spiritually. It'd be terrible for us to reach a point and assume that we know it all. The contrary is true. The more time we spend in the Word, the more we realize how much more we don't know. But Second Peter 3.18 tells us to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And this is something that we are asked to do, to grow. The Word is also beneficial for reproof. Some translations say rebuking. This is calling out wrong behavior. The Word of God can do just that. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, discerning the thoughts and the intentions of our hearts. We might be able to fool others. We can even fool ourselves at times. But the word of God cuts through it all and shows us the true condition of our hearts like a mirror, and only then will we respond to correction. We need correction to right our wrong behavior. Ultimately, this is found in Christ in His payment for sin on the cross. Unfortunately, we still sin and need correction. The Word of God does this gently, as a rough rock is smoothed by running water. Sometimes He uses other believers to deliver the Word of God. And when this happens, we need to not be offended and miss a chance for growth. When we are called to share Scripture, we need to do it, as 2 Timothy 4 2 says, to preach the Word, be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. This passage says, with complete patience. Remember, God's patient with you, and then we need to be able to extend that same patience to others. This is part of our training in righteousness, and this is how God keeps us on the right track. God's ultimate goal is conforming you to the image of Christ. It doesn't happen instantly. It's a day-by-day, step-by-step process as we walk with the Lord. 1 Timothy 4 8 says, Physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, for this life and the life to come. Just like physical exercise is a discipline we must develop, so we must also do the same with spiritual disciplines, allowing the Holy Spirit to bring out the life of Christ in us. Why do we do all this? Our scripture passage today says, So that we may be complete. This does not mean that we'll ever reach perfection on this side of eternity. Rather, it carries with it the meaning of maturity, capability, and proficiency. This only happens with consistency in the Word over time. As we submit to His training plan through the Word, we can become equipped for every good work that He has for us. And remember, we don't do good works to earn our salvation, nor do we do good works to maintain our salvation. The sacrifice of Christ was enough. We do works because of our salvation. Ephesians 2, eight and 9 remind us that salvation is by grace alone through faith alone, in no way by works. But Ephesians 2.10 tells us that God has good works prepared for us to do. Some of these will be willful choices that we have to make. Others we will inadvertently do as we yield to the scripture and Holy Spirit and let Christ work through us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for your love and for your word. We know that we'd be lost in this world without it. Thank you for preserving it over the years and for those who work diligently to translate it into our own language. Lord, we ask now that you would teach us through your word and call us out when we're wrong. We also want to be led into the right behavior as you train us in righteousness. Continue to equip us for the work that you have called us to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the Bible Fellowship Church pastoral staff and on Sundays for our online services. You can join us in person on Sundays now uh, for service at 9 and 11, or you can catch them streamed live on YouTube and Facebook. You can go to our website, www.bfccring.com, for the links to reach those services and you'll also find service updates as well. Have a blessed day.